Checking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Ignorant and Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We are coming to you from beautiful Keystone, Colorado, here in Consensual Studios at 545 Productions. And I am one of your hosts, Mr. Ben Hollywood Whitmore. And I'm joined in the studio, as always, by Mr. Benji Pickens. Hey, Ben. How's it going, man? Hey, pretty good. Thanks. All right. That's really good. And also, Max Sarakistan Sarak. Hey, y'all. And happy are... to be here. <laughs> happy. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Oh, happy to be here. It's yes. real nice. It's, it's a real, real nice, nice studio you got here. And, and we're joined in the studio by the very lovely, very beautiful Lady Hollywood, Debbie Whitmore. How are you doing, Debbie? I'm doing good. Good. We're glad to have you here. Benji, this keep your sweet, sweet radio voice, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> keep your hands in your corner. <laughs> God damn it. I'll put my hands in your corner. <laughs> I'm just this kidding. Is I'm, your just kidding. Po- I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is your podcast where we take your topics and turn them into our show for 30 minutes of beautiful, unedited, sexy content. Uh, can I, what's all this eye contact? I don't know. I like it. I think oh Benji's blushing. So I, need some, keep it I need some validation I'm here. Feeling so I'm feeling a little sweet. Like, is this, is this okay with you? Yeah, it's man, okay. Go ahead. That's go good. Ahead. All right. you, you look nice, man. I like your hair. <laughs> <laughs> Max, tell them why it's their show. I like your hair too, Ben. Oh. Uh, it is your show because you were nice enough to give us the topics so we can make our show and we give you a t-shirt. So it's our show together, everybody. So yeah, get your topic to us. Twank us on the Twitters. Question make the best topic. Uh, Question make the best topic. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. And my word, good. Uh, (laughs) Twank us on the Twitters at Ig and On. Uh, yes, math. No. <laughs> what? I was naming things that I'm bad at. Oh, okay, nice. Well, we could just go around the circle and do that today. If that's what we want to do. But this whole premise of the show, we don't need topics. Uh, email us, topics at ignorantanduninformed.com. Uh, visit the website, stream all the episodes, download the episodes, uh, click the topics button, or hit us up on the Facebooks. Send the show a message, and we'll get your topic in the bull. We'll get you a t-shirt. And, uh, hey, thanks for helping, guys. We appreciate right. it. We need a topic. Debbie. Debbie, do it up. Do Reach on in there. Right. Don't be afraid. Benji's so, only touched so dexterous times. with those <laughs> hands. Those All lady, right. Little lady hands. <laughs> when was the last time you were a good Samaritan and it blew up in your face? Oh, shit. That's and a two-part question. Uh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and it's... Oh, from uh, Nick Albu. Nick Albu. Nick Albu from Canton. Yo, thanks, thanks, Nick. Nick from Appreciate Canton, it, man. man. All the way from Ohio. All the way from Ohio. Oh, uh, Canton, Ohio? Yeah, yeah. drove his topic oh, out here and gosh. dropped it in the bowl. And China, yeah. And then just turned around and, and left. left. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, that's when Max introduced him to email and computers. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a brave new world. <laughs> it is. It is. So when you were a brave new Samaritan and you did that, maybe there it is. <laughs> what what happened? Well, that was weird. Um, we're in a yeah, man. Dimension. So the yeah, what was the last here. time you were a good Samaritan? I mean, I, like I'm polite, man. I'll, like if I see women struggling with things, like you know, like a box or something like that, I'll take the box from them or I'll open the door for them. So you're or, sexist. That, and that that's, could be why it blows up in your face. <laughs> no, that, like, that's always nice. You know, what's, what's weird to me is like Jen will be, you know, our friend Jen, she's a little, she's uh, she's not a, a big woman by any means. You know, she's fairly petite. Yeah. And uh, she has to carry, she's a wine rep. So she'll be struggling, like trying to carry a whole case of wine in. And she said kitchen people won't even open the door for her or try to help her or anything like that. And if I see somebody in that situation, I'll grab the box from them and carry it for them. Mm-hmm. 
So I do that pretty regular, like stuff mm-hmm. like that pretty regular. But I don't consider that being a good Samaritan. Well, That's just I, – I think like – So we should define the terms then. Yeah. Because if that – so was that just being courteous? I like think a, so. I think uh, that's just common courtesy okay. in my opinion. It should be common courtesy. So then where, uh, where do you think those And lines... it has nothing to do with them being a woman. If I saw a dude struggling with a box, I'm, all, I'm not going to be like, yeah, fuck him. He's a dude. Right. You push him down. You know? Right? Yeah. Right. You no, know? I got you. Um, you know, I'll hold the door open, you know, and stuff. You know what I mean? Like you just help people when they need help in my opinion. Right. But so then like where do you think the line between common courtesy and being a good Samaritan is? All right. Well, see – Okay, those things don't take very much of your time or effort. Those are that's those are simple things where hey, holding a door open doesn't take much time or effort. Good Samaritan to me is kind of like stopping and helping an old lady with flat tire, something that is time consuming, takes effort. Okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah, there there's actually some some sacrifice on your part. Okay. In my opinion. What are your thoughts, Debbie? Um I would agree with that. I I think yeah, if <clears throat> Um, with the good, being a good Samaritan, yeah, would require a little bit more maybe from you. Um, okay. Than the everyday. Than just everyday courtesy. Okay. Um, than, than just common courtesies. Yeah. Yeah. Ben, are you cool with that definition? Uh, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, I am. Okay. So by that sense, I don't think I've ever been a good Samaritan. So. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I mean, like, I mean, I volunteered to help you guy out of the theater, like carrying, you know, like demoing that place. Yeah. Other than that, like mostly all I do are like the little things, like holding doors, like taking shopping carts that, from the parking that's lot. That's what I was saying. Like, to the I'm a nice store. guy. I'm a courteous guy, but I don't know. Like, I, I've definitely like stopped and helped people before, but I can't like really remember. You know, because I go into people's houses all the time, and if if I see like an old guy trying to move a table, I'll help him, even though it's not like part right. of our job. You know, so what's the difference? Like, if you see someone like obviously lost in Summit County, which happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. And they're like, where, where, look, where's the barbershop? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like whatever. But like, is the difference between being good Samaritan and being courteous be like, let me walk you over there or let me, you know, you know what I mean? Like, what's the difference? What's the difference? Where, where is that line? I guess that that's what you're asking. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was right? just curious to, for my own selfish benefit, because I want to feel like a good Samaritan. I mean, I give people restaurant recommendations on ski lifts, like, but that's pretty low impact. I never see those folks again, so maybe their dining right. experience sucked. Yeah, and it blows up. I don't and know. Maybe they don't even take your take you and helped one of their stoned brethren off the side of the road. So I don't really know exactly what. Well, I, I mean, if it, it like that's that, what a good Samaritan is. Oh, technically, literally, is that the parable in the story? Yeah, is is what? Sorry. There's well, there's basically this this dude who's who's from a, a like a Samaria. <laughs> no, well, he's the Samarian comes the Samaritan comes at the end. And is this so, a is this a Bible story? What is this? Yeah, it's like from a the story. Bible. Okay, like is this? It's a parable that Jesus tells. Okay, he tells the story of the Good Samaritan about there's this this man uh, who's been robbed and and beaten and basically basically within an edge of his life, and they just got they kind of threw him on the side of the road. And like uh, uh, a Pharisee walks by and and just you know moves to the other side of the road and walks by him and then like uh, um what is what is what is the other one it's like a, there's a Pharisee and a 
Like Debbie, a, you got anything? Some no, don't, don't <laughs> it's basically like, like a, re- a religious figure. Welcome to team, Debbie. It's like a religious figure, like like a head of the temple, and then like a oh, head, okay. of the, head of the so government. Like prominent and then they people like, that should help, but so don't. it's like a yeah. joke. Okay, okay. So it's like so the, the, the temple parable. joke set up. There's three then, people that walk by. Yeah, and then like the guy from from Samaria, the Samaritan, who is at war with this guy's native native land, is he. He without, you know, a second thought. Without he, a second thought, he gets off the side of the road. He picks up this man. He takes him to the nearest hotel, uh, inn, and he he pays for a night and pays for his food and recovery and buys him new clothes. Gives him the shirt off his back. Literally, it's where the phrase comes from. And uh, and uh, it, it, then and then he's and he leaves without without any like now, so expectance you, of repayment or anything. No, like if somebody's hurt. I like to me walking by somebody that was hurt would just be asshole. Stopping wouldn't be a good Samaritan to me. That would be the natural course of action, right? Versus being an asshole, being the other side of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's you're either helpful or you're an asshole. There's no in between. Like, well, I'm still a good person. You, you have to help or you're an <laughs> asshole, in my opinion. It's like, okay, are, are when, you okay? When, when people are hurt, like no, physically hurt. Help. Now, when somebody's bumming money next to a bridge and an on-ramp or an off-ramp, then you don't necessarily need to take that person home, bathe them, feed them, and give them your clothes and send them on their way. Like, that's not very realistic because okay. that person doesn't necessarily need your help a lot of the times. You know, it's that's mostly a financial thing or, or whatever. You know what I mean? But, like, somebody that's physically hurt, you know, I, I feel like it's your duty as a as a human being you know to help yeah okay i could see it i mean there was an interesting study done like kind of talking about psychology and priming like you know if you uh talk about being like old with a bunch of people for a long time then they'll start to like act old or if you uh like if you go to take a test and you're like prime yourself for being like smart like wear glasses or nice clothes or put on a doctor's coat or something uh, okay. that you identify with as smart like they've seen an increase in test scores I can see that. with like a lot of objective measures but one thing they haven't is priming moral action so like they did a study with a whole bunch of like students in seminary where they were giving them like the good samaritan parable and then they engineered a situation where they were going to be late for their next class this was on a college campus mm-hmm. uh and came across someone who i think like had tripped and fallen or needed help in a a more uh, okay like i don't know a bigger way than than typical than just common courtesy and then recorded in their next class how many people actually stopped to help and they found that there was no correlation whatsoever with Interesting. Like, talking to people about either being like a good person or an asshole and whether or because, not they are well, then, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess, uh, you know, selfish needs or so they're those, you know, those took, took things precedence. are probably a little more complex than exactly. you give them credit for. Exactly. Like it's like more being than... smart and be, those are like definable. Yeah. Things, right. right. When they were and talking, measurable. talking about old people, like it slowed down how people walked yeah. and like just the pace that they would go at. But yes, yeah. like being a moral person. Well, was... morality is way different than like, you know, like math or science skills or being good at this like morality morality is so variable between it's that gray area of our existence you know it's it? well it's a big big area you know it's a big big gray area like there's mm. it's simply one of the biggest gray areas in life is is the morality um because everything else you know has like definable qualities or parameters but morality 
like just doesn't from the extreme nasty to you know the extreme good like everything in between is gray you know sure and and completely variable and subjective you know <clears throat> absolutely absolutely i uh i also get reminded by this question like we all know Mike Ritzman, who's been on the show before, a good Ritz. friend of all of ours. And like one of the lines that he said that has always stuck out in my mind is, no good deed goes unpunished. Mm. And that's not necessarily something I, I believe in, but I feel like it would make for a more compelling episode than all just us sitting Well, here. now we're into yeah. the whole blow up in your face type topic. Right. Right, right, right. Like, can you guys remember? Well, and I don't know that it was like a good Samaritan issue, you know, when I was doing something nice that... Right. Blew up in my face. Right. So um, what was the last time? Like, do you have a good story? Yeah, okay. That, you know, there are. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's you know, times definitely that. Yeah. You, one time you Debbie went, kind went of went out, out of your way. With this poor loser. <laughs> now she now ended up married. getting married to trapped. Yeah, now she's trapped now with the so poor that, loser of a kid. That didn't work, that didn't work out too well yeah. for her. Yeah. But I know it's just some of those times, you know, and it's sometimes even just day to day things where it's like, okay, you know what? I could, you know, go out of my way and, you know, pick up food for these people and, you know, you know, go and meet them and help, you know, transport them back. And then I sit there for, you know, five hours and that's like, like blows up in my face. And I was like, wow, this was not what was intended when I started out on this journey to help these people out. That's interesting. Right. You, uh, you just know? reminded me of something. Oh, go ahead. So, yeah, you can go you oh. jump in. <laughs> no, uh, you just reminded me of something like that. I, uh, for one Christmas, I went around delivering food for a church with this girl, um, you know, and uh, I'm sure I got out. baptized or saved for her as well. But we went and we were, I was going to, you know what, I'm going to help. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to help poor people this season. And I was delivering bundles. I mean, dude, like two boxes and two grocery sacks full of food to each, each house. And those were the most unappreciative, rude people I've ever seen in my life. Just, I mean, and it was so wow. non-rewarding that I never did it again. Like, they were so unappreciative of like a bunch finally, of... finally, the food. Dude, I'm here. talking like, yeah, and they'd just be what? like, who are what? you? Oh, I got a whole bunch of food from, uh, you know, whatever church. And they were like, oh, I guess just put it on the counter. I'm like, what the fuck? You know? Merry Christmas. All right, have a good day. Bye. And they just shut. It's like, what the fuck? Sure. You know? They so probably I was just thought like, you were a meth dealer. <laughs> no, they didn't. That, they would have been a lot nicer. <laughs> yeah, it's probably true. Like, come in. Come in. Yeah. But at the same time, like, it is not easy to receive. To receive like, that poor, is a, poor stuff. No, I get that, too. Well, and especially with, that too. you know, people's personal pride and things like that. You don't necessarily yeah. want to be on the end of that where you're, you and, have to be receiving the help and, from other people. And I understood that, too. And I didn't go in with, like, this. Hey, the white knight is here to save you Christmas. You know what I'm saying? I, like, I went in there like real, you know, like, hey, how's it going? How's it? All right. You know, hey, we just got some food for you, man. No big deal. You know, kind of like tried to downplay it and make it as, you know, as easy for them, as comfortable for them as possible. Because that's kind of, you know, I'm I'm very personable like that. Sure. And uh, they just didn't seem like, they just didn't seem to to care at all or be grateful at all yeah. or the response yeah just, just and it, you know like even just a slight bit of like appreciation like oh that's nice mm -hmm. would have been nice but i was like it was consistently rude i probably dropped off at probably 12 or 15 places man and like every single one of them was sure was rude but, see again, like you, I just think like back to ego and like what Debbie was talking about, no, I, like, I, receiving because yeah. I mean, you know that's a sensitive time of the year, and you're supposed to be like giving all these gifts, and 
you know, if you can't provide. No, and and, and I get yeah. that, but that's still no reason to be shitty to people that are doing good things for you. I agree. You know what I mean? That's still no excuse for me. Like ego is never an excuse for me for behavior. Okay. You know, like, well, you did this. Yeah, but I was feeling bad about the way it made me feel. Uh, that's not a good enough excuse. Man. Okay. Fair enough. You know. Ben, do you have a a time where you tried to do something nice and it just blew up in your face? Like, I'm really struggling. I just don't Max do enough just, nice things for people. Uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. really what I'm coming to terms with. It's right not now. the people not being nice to him about it. It's just struggling. Like, when was it? When, when did, did I do something happen? nice for yeah. somebody? You do. I mean, surely you've done nice shit for me. I mean, <laughs> you know what? You'll, you'll get tickets for people. And if they don't come, you'll sell tickets at concerts and shit like that. I mean. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I which mean, is, like, you know, something that's kind of a pain in the ass for you. That's not the way you would have wanted to do it, you know. But And you don't sweat them for it. Like my old landlord who sued somebody for a raft trip that got paid for for $200. She chipped in on a raft trip and then she couldn't go because she broke her leg or something. And my old r- landlord, Max knows he was a fucking really odd dude. And, Phil? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, yeah, Biff, you know. Yeah, no, no, I and uh, so then the, uh, the lady uh, broke her leg, couldn't go. And she was a friend. It was a group friend, you know. Mm-hmm. So he said, well, where's the $200? And she was like, um, I, I'm not going to go on the trip. Sorry. And so everybody else pitched in the $200 because they were tired of listening to him bitch about it. Sure. And then he still sued the girl for the $200. Ugh. Yeah. You know? That's ridiculous. That's the opposite of what we're talking about. Yeah. Exactly. That is right. extracting from a situation yeah. whatever you possibly can. Right. Lots and lots of taking. But, you know, like being a good Samaritan isn't necessarily like the reward. You know, you don't do it for the reward. You know, you do it just because it's the right thing to do. Well, like there's in, in a lot of situations. Own reward, right? Like at least that's what somebody you know, said. That you know shit. what? For me, it's, it's, it's more about not having the guilt about not doing something later. So it's like – It's not about like they're going to think I'm awesome. I'm going to think I'm awesome. It's more like, man, if I don't help, I'll drive off going, man, I hope someone stops and helps those people. Shit, man. Should I have stopped and helped those people? You know what I mean? I hope they're not sitting there for hours. I got you. You know what I mean? Sure. Like that That bothers me way more. That's that's more of a, a motivator for me than the, than the feeling good about doing something nice later. Sure. I got right. you. Ben? Awfully quiet. Do you not do nice things for people either? It's okay. I'm trying to think, man. Like I, I, I think I do, but I think I Debbie does. I do it in kind of a. <laughs> I, I feel I feel like I put others ahead of myself quite often. Okay, but I would say I could see that in 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 probably a, a manner that is detrimental to my own well being. I could see such things. Uh, so I, I think that like. I don't know how much room there's there is left in in my in my world sometimes to like go that extra mile now, because I'm always kind of doing. That. Is that good Samaritan esque of you, or is that martyrdom? I think is that. Well, I think I was going to bring this up earlier. Was like this is a little bit of like, you know, you help you you make yourself available to be a helpful, courteous person enough, and then you turn into it. There's a difference between being good Samaritan and being a doormat. No, you know? very true. Absolutely. Very true. And I feel like I kind of lean probably more towards that doormat side a lot of the time. See, and that's where I feel like I take control with the uh, you know the people at the underpasses. Like, I draw the line to me and is what somebody that needs help versus somebody who doesn't. Ah, okay. 
you know, because it's Colorado, but there's a lot of jobs. Like we were just all talking about earlier, there's help wanted signs everywhere. Just no place to live. Yet there's still people begging. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, I'm very, very Republican well, when it comes to that. That's probably the most right I get about anything is just like, no, you know, <laughs> I'm not giving you my money. Yeah, go out and work like everybody else. You know, I'm well, very, that's the thing very that blows stubborn my mind like about it. Like, and I mean, maybe it's just like lack of information or something, but there's people hitchhiking in our county. And there's a free bus system in our county. Anybody can get on that bus as long as you can, like, literally are capable of climbing on it. It's funny that you say hitchhiking because I have a rule with that, too. If you're not walking towards your destination, fuck you. I ain't picking you up. <laughs> if you're I'm not saying. trying to fucking get there, then you can fuck off. Like, if you're just going to stand there and wait for a ride, you can fuck off. You're not trying to get anywhere. But if you're actually trying to get somewhere, walking with your thumb out, man, I'll pick you up and give you a ride, buddy. There you go. You know? Fair enough. That's good Samaritan of you. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. See, you're a good person. Has that ever blown up in your face? Do you have any like awkward you hitchhiking stories? On the side of the highway, no. man. Because like outdoor, no, Dave, like people are, like trying to smoke with me. Now, Dave, I could let's hear it. Outdoor Dave had a story where he picked up some like <laughs> he picked up uh, some sort of priest who was traveling around the country doing exorcisms. Uh, and so that was how he paid for his ride up to Summit County as this dude exercised Dave of his demons and uh, was just traveling around the country yeah. spelling demons. <clears throat> wow. Nice. Yeah. I don't actually pick up hitchhikers, so I don't no. have any good hitchhikers. I've stories. never picked up a hitchhiker. I don't tend to. No, I have. Because I've just, you I have know, once. I never had to tell. about that as a, sure. you know, a female, a female, you, female yeah. driver, you don't tend to pick no, up. No, I think that's very intelligent. It's probably smart. the road. Right, because adults tend to rape each other like quite often. Mm-hmm. No, they've heard. You if know. you listen to the media, then yeah, they all do. Yeah, we all do. It does happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a rapey society out there, at least a violent society. To in in some, you know, and the thing about it is, is that some of that's so random. It's all, you know, yeah. I mean, it's all so random. Like you just pick up the wrong dude on the wrong day, right? Which is yeah. why to prevent that. You, don't you just don't pick up people. <laughs> and that's that's kind of why that the world gets more and more and more harsh and and cold, you know, like uh you know, back in the 60s and 70s, man, like if you were broke down on the side of the road, man, a trucker was your best friend. They would stop and help you, you know, they'd stop and help a lady, you know, stuff like that, and then they started getting robbed. They started, you know, having girls act like they were in trouble, and then when the guy would come up to the trunk or whatever, they'd throw him in the trunk and steal his rig. You know, so that started happening. So they they stopped helping people. You know, now you'll sit there until a highway patrol wanders by, you know, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. if he stops and helps you because they're not actually allowed to touch your car or help you in any way because you might sue the highway patrol department if something gets fucked up with your car. So they can't tow your car. They can't move your car. They can't do anything with your car because they'll get sued. So it's like all the Good Samaritan stuff is like it's almost dangerous sometimes. You know, like if you uh, because there are predators out yeah, there that will take yeah. advantage of situations. We had to uh, we had to have this guy sign something one time. We pulled somebody out um, in a work truck out of the ditch. We had to have him sign something that said he wouldn't sue us for any damage to his car. Hmm. And because uh, the I was with the owner of the company, and he was like, "Well, if you'll sign this, I'll pull you out, man." But I can't. You know, I'm in a work truck, dude. I can't afford to have somebody just sue the company. Right you know, for no reason. All right. Well, it's like, dude, what a shit society we and live see, in. Like that wouldn't that even. That, Occur to me. See, it wouldn't to me either. Like, yeah, just you think you'd be like, ah, oh, man, my bumper got courtesy. fucked up because you know this, these people fucking pulled me out, man. Ah, oh, it's not their fault, dude. I probably shouldn't have been in the ditch, right? You know, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but you never know when it's going to be the a asshole. Good example. I, I guess I, that is something I do as a good Samaritan. That's like a good like I. 
every winter because I have a big truck with a four wheel drive and like I when we get a big snow dump and you get like cars stuck in snow banks and mm-hmm. on the side of the road or whatever like I'll I'll stop and there was one day this last winter that like I helped on the way to, I was going to work and I pulled two cars out on my way. See in. that's exactly what we're talking about. You're on right. your way to work, you have somewhere to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you stopped Spent your own personal time yeah. to help some individuals. And your truck, you know, could yeah. do damage yeah. to your truck exactly. to pull some of these people that's, that's, out too. That's good Samaritan shit. That's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. I guess I guess I kind of forgot about that. <laughs> it's go. easy to forget about the, you know, because that shit, like I well, say, it, just seems it like shouldn't be like, sense I'm a hero. To help yeah. people, yeah. You yeah, know? if you're in the, if you have the ability to help. I didn't think anything. You should. Yeah. 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 Now I'm not saying like if you have you know if you make four hundred thousand dollars a year and you drive by somebody that's bumming money you don't hey you know what here's a year's salary just you know go get yourself checked out kid you sure. know like like if you can help you, get a you should help shot. you know <laughs> but right I definitely in that those who help themselves who are trying at least to help themselves it goes right. back to the hitchhiker sure actually trying walking like, if you want to put some effort in. Then I absolutely, I got your back. We'll okay. help you with the other ten percent. Yeah, right? if you want to sit on the couch and have me do shit for you, then you can fuck off. Okay, I got you. you know? There's just, I think it's hard though. I think it goes back to what you were saying, Veggie. It's hard because there's such like, we live in such a cynical society now, like, and and where everybody's got an angle. Yeah, you know? it's hard to know like who you can really help. Like, you if you give that homeless man a fiver, is he going to go in and buy a you know a little. Is he going to buy booze with it, or is he going to actually go buy himself some food? But I guess, you know, so what if he does go buy booze? Yeah, yeah, that's what I always say, too. Like, who gives a shit if you give him money? Now, if you give him a sandwich and he gives it to the person behind you, that's an asshole move. But if you give him five bucks, he can go buy whatever the fuck he wants. That's what you're giving him five dollars for. Right, because yeah. he's it's his money. He can do it. Right. right. At that I, point, I it's his money. Yeah. 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 yeah, and like free will. You know, it's like if you give. Like, but if you're holding a sign a that says, I'm hungry. Like, oh yeah, need, no. Need help, hungry, need food, whatever. Like, I would rather give five dollars to the guy that says I want booze. Than, no, yeah, totally. Than the guy who says I'm really hungry, and then I see him walk into a liquor store. I hate you it when they mean? have the God bless and shit like that when they go with that angle. You know, God bless. You know, Jesus. You know, looking for you know whatever. Where they just throw, try to throw God. Or into the like sign. Jesus wants you to give me money. Something like that. Yeah, where they try to like. Christian guilt people into giving them money. I don't. I don't like that at all. Maybe those people are spiritual though, and they genuinely believe. That, Maybe that God. But will that's provide. that's the thing about those people is I don't trust you don't anything that's on the sign to no. be true. That's why Ben is saying like when it says, you know, screw what a food. I need a beer. Ha ha ha. Right. Then you know. Then it's like okay, he's being honest. I'll give him some money. Like there's something refreshing about that because you feel like everybody else is trying to get over on you. Everyone else is trying so you to don't, scam you. Yeah. yeah, trying to scam you so you don't you don't want to be victim of a scam. So you, you're less likely to give them money. Okay. Because it doesn't feel like good Samaritan shit. It doesn't feel like helping somebody out. Okay. I got you. So if you're out there, man, writing some shit on it with a Sharpie and writing a sign with a Sharpie, man, like throw a little honesty in there, man. Just stop, stop with all the nonsense, man. I think normal people like that. Because just about everybody I've talked to would, has kind of mentioned saw, the same thing. I saw a really good one, actually. It was in um, Frisco. Did you give the money? No. Okay. I Go didn't. on. Because I, I have a general, like, no panhandling oh, okay. policy. And, uh, but it was, like, even buskers. I, won't, I don't like busking. I don't, I don't like buskers either. I don't like – if, if I'm going to give you money to 
see you play music, I'm I'm gonna go to where you are. I'm not gonna like I don't need you to come to me and tell me you need money now. Okay. Anyway, anyway. but it said it said uh homeless, hungry, please help. At the bottom, it said, thanks, Obama. <laughs> it was just really funny. <laughs> I was like, and it was, it was very, you could tell it was, it was like kind of done in a silly, like ironic way. Like this guy had obviously been homeless since before Obama was president. Yeah. It's just like, that's the trendy thing to say now, yeah. right? No, that's thanks, funny. Thanks, Obama. That's funny. funny. Yeah, I don't know. I you know, and like street performers, I, I don't I ever like feel President the need I'll just to say that right give them now. any money. Uh, I feel like if you're going to do your show for free in public, <laughs> you know, I don't have to give you money. Yeah, um, you know, don't well, force your art upon me. Well, that comes down to expectations sir. and things like that. That you know, and the cynical nature of people. You know that. Yeah, if you give them five dollars, they're going to go buy booze or whatever. That you know. These people, yeah. Well, like the dude who paints himself silver, like he's going to need some money to pay some medical bills, you know, for painting himself silver. Um, <laughs> you know, with that fine lead-based paint he was using. Um, yeah. So, uh, trendy, trendy tip but, for all you people who visit New York: if you go to Times Square and you hear all those like really good musicians and stuff, and they're they're panhandling out there, if you go to like the Times Square subway station, there's usually like really good music, and they're like. And and they're they're busking and they're but they they paid for that spot they they paid the New York City Transit for a spot in that really so don't give them money they don't need it I'm sure they do it. they just spent money to yeah get they that spot. I'm just saying right. like they well, spent money to do that I was like what what but I mean that's just how they choose to earn their living right right uh, I've definitely heard a dude on Spears I heard two dudes arguing about they like that to... being his spot yeah. like for panhandling and get the fuck out of there kind of a thing yeah, yeah. I mean. Like it, it's it's funny. Like on the big stations, like they they reg the the transit has started regulating that. Like so, they're like, if you pay here, you get like a time slot, and you can play from two to four or whatever on two That's Wednesday. Good. I mean, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, you can't have the subway so damn crowded with people trying to make money. You know, it's it's a mass transit system, man. It's yeah. not a it's not an entertainment corridor. Like it, you know, it, once it starts it just to seems fuck shady, with the flow though. of mass transit, then. No, yeah. it's well. They it shouldn't be making money they, off of it. Well, they try to like come off as like these are just. I'm just a homeless guy with a saxophone. Oh yeah, they're you know? shady. Like, yeah, like and, and but I'm like, but you paid to be here, like, and now you're trying to make back that investment plus a little bit for yourself, which I get. But at the same time, it's like just play on a street corner or something. Like, it's one of the dangers you get for. I mean, is it that coveted there? I mean, is that like do you are you more likely to get more money in the subway station at these spots than yeah, you are you do cuz you get a lot the of park. there's a lot of tourists that come through there and then they don't know any better so they just give you money well also so, like, look at this talented like ensemble of mariachis you know like they're they're playing some music and i was like yeah but they also like you know they're they're they they kind of give off it gives off this vibe like it's charity like that these guys are just playing in a subway station right but they actually paid to be out. there it kind of takes the but it's uh, like yeah it kind of it, uh, it defeats the whole purpose i think yeah. it's just like it's, no, i agree with you it, and there's something just like shady about it like something kind of false to me about it but anyway i guess that's kind of something that could like blow up in your face if you it's not really blowing up in your face though no, it's just you like never you know. wasted your money like you you just helped those guys reimburse them their paid their gig that they paid to do, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're not helping someone who's in need of it. It's I don't know, it just seems a little shady. 
but that's fair. I mean, it also depends how you define need. As for like subways versus streets, I mean, I think you'd make a ton more money in a subway station because you've got people standing. Well, it's, and it's waiting. a concentration of people that right. yeah that are waiting. Whereas yeah. in like street corners, like everyone's moving by you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. a lot so. easier to ignore you if they can just walk by you versus Absolutely. when but if you're standing stuck. right there. Yeah. Yeah, but then there's also people that are like on the subway that's, that they're like it's showtime, and then they like I'm like, dude, there's not enough room for you to do your gymnastics uh, routine. Stop it. But well, you know, I don't like it when they're like magicians at a restaurant that come up to your table. Like, I don't like the like in Vegas. You know, some of those guys yeah. will come up and like perform right in your face, and you're just like, hey, get the fuck out. Get a handout at the end. Yeah. Like, God damn it. I had this uh this dude in Denver, man. This uh real real stocky little fucking black dude, man. And he was uh he looked meaner than shit. And he came up and he's like, "Hey, you white boys want to hear a joke?" And I was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> this is about to get weird." And then he told me a racist joke. And uh, he was like, you know, against black people. Thought we'd like that joke, which was kind of offensive to me. It's like, dude, not all, you know, not all people think that shit's funny. Not all you honkies. Know? Yeah, hate. yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so. And then not he was like, he was like, yeah, now you want to give a, you know, give a hard in a, uh, some change? And I was like, yeah, uh, I don't ever carry money on me. And he's like, yeah, fuck you white motherfuckers. And I was like, Jesus, dude, like. You came up to me. Yeah, you came up to me, man. It's not like I came up and was like, hey, black guy, tell me a joke. <laughs> and I and might then, give you some money. Yeah, and I might give you some money. And then I didn't pay him and he got all pissed. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he, there was that, like, in, he was entitled to money because he interacted with me on the street. And I, I, I didn't like that at all. But yeah. it seemed like it could get really aggressive. He got kind of, like, very assertive. Yeah. Well, I think the lesson here is don't even don't. The lesson is never try. <laughs> don't, don't be a good don't be a good person. Hoard your money. It's gonna, don't help anybody. Everyone's got an angle. Everyone's trying to get your money. Everyone's yeah. out to get you. It's a big scary world out there. <laughs> Unless they're actually really hurt, just fucking stop yeah. and help somebody. No, just common courtesy. I think that's re- like just the complacency of good men. You know, they said it on the beginning of Boondock Saints when he's yeah. talking about Sister Genovese or whatever. Yeah. You know, whatever. That Shit, was. they were talking about it in Cabaret on Friday night. Yeah, it's just the pl- complacency of decent people. Yeah, and then <laughs> evil wins. Yeah, and then evil wins, absolutely. Evil triumphs when and good men do nothing. And that's how the Nazis yes, killed the Jews. Yep, precisely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Full circle. Well, hey, thanks for downloading and listening to Ignorant and Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We have been your melodious hosts. Now in Mr. Canada. Now in Canada. <laughs> Mr. Benji Pickens. Hey, now in Canada. Mr. <laughs> Max Sarakistan Sarak. And in Australia. Mm. And I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore. Thanks to our special guest, Lady Hollywood, Debbie Whitmore, in the studio today. Thanks for having me. All right. We'll be back next week. Oh, make sure you subscribe on whatever podcast you're listening to us on. <laughs> you got them all flustered. Go to Debbie. iTunes. Aww. I know. I, just, I don't know what to do. I feel under scrutiny right now. I just... Uh, send us your topics. Topics there, there's questions a, make the best tingle. topics. Topics a tingle down there. Topics at ignorantuninformed.com. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash ignorantuninformed. Twike us on the Twitter, at Ig and Un. We're going to be back next week with a brand new epidose of hot-ass freshness all up in the grill. Peace off.